Welcome to Life Hacks LA. I'm your host, Stefan, and just like you, I'm obsessed with the city of Los Angeles. Each week, we bring you the best in arts, eats, and activities for the City of Angels. So if you want to be an LA hacker, join us and let's hack LA. Baby, baby. Hey, what's up, LA hackers? This is Stefan once again from Life Hacks LA. I hope you're all doing well out there. It is at the time of this recording, it's June, late June, and it is still cloudy in LA. In fact, I think it's either the first day of summer or summer's coming up in the next couple of days, the first official day. And, you know, I don't want to be a complainer because we're so spoiled with sunny weather out here in Los Angeles, but in my 10 years of living here, I do not recall it ever being this cloudy for this long. So, I mean, usually it's warm by, um, I don't know, April, I want to say, consistently sunny days, but been kind of a strange year in 2019 and uh, we are getting cloudy weather like all the time but anyway neither here nor there we still live in the best city in the world and we're looking forward to that summer weather when it finally does come along i just want to welcome you to episode two of the podcast life hacks la hacking the best of the city of los angeles and today we're going to get into um, a subject about the cost of living in LA and what you can do to still have a spectacular experience without breaking the bank. So one of the greatest things about living in Los Angeles and of course why we have this podcast is just the staggering amount of things there are to do here. We are the entertainment capital of the world. But a lot of those things um, you know are considered a luxury or um, you know, they're they're pretty expensive for the average person. I mean, hell, even just going out and getting a drink nowadays costs $15. $15 to get a nice cocktail if you're downtown or Beverly Hills or Santa Monica or any of these places. You go out to eat a modest meal, it's probably 40, 30, 40 bucks, um, you know, unless you're eating somewhere super casual. But any sit-down restaurant, when you add the tax and the tip and the cost of food, you can get pretty pricey. So we like to hack L.A. and find things that you can do that feel like a luxury but not necessarily going to cost you a lot of money. I mean it's expensive to live in Los Angeles and if you want to live the high life then it's really expensive. So we have a couple suggestions today about things that you can do in LA that it's going to feel like um, you know you're on a, 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 a classy activity without spending a ton of money. In fact a lot of these are good for a date. I mean, if you don't want to spend a ton of money, maybe you're testing that person out. You can take them to one of these places, still impress them without breaking the bank. So our first suggestion, especially with summer coming up, is going out to museums. And, you know, when you go to certain museums, it feels they're kind of upscale. You know, you've got nice artwork and there's a... Um, it's a little fancy and usually it's in, a, it's in a decent part of town so um, and that's definitely applies to our first suggestion when it comes to museums and that's the Getty Center <coughs> excuse me the Getty Center is right up you probably if you've never been to the Getty Center you've probably seen it if you have ever gone down the 405 so it's that gigantic um, I don't even know what to call it architecture that's on top of the 405 and you see that train, that monorail going up to it. And actually what it is is the Getty Center. Um, I th- there's two of them. I haven't been to the other one, the one in Malibu. But the, the main Getty Center 
is, like I said, right off the 405 um, in Los Angeles, and it's breathtakingly beautiful. It's a mix of um, ancient Rome and Greece. So when you go up there, you literally, you know, you feel like you're transported into another world right here in Los Angeles, and you you can feel like the luxury around you. The views are spectacular. Some of the most amazing views in all of Los Angeles. Like I said, it's on top of this gigantic mountain, basically. And you're basically walking around, looking at all this beautiful sculpture and art, and looking at uh, spectacular views. I mean, they could basically, <coughs> excuse me, charge admission just, just for the views. And that's another nice thing about the Getty Center. They don't actually charge admission. So... That's why it's on our list of spectacular places you can go in Los Angeles. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. Now, if you've been, you know this. Um, you can't actually drive there. You have to drive to their parking lot and you take the train up. So there is a cost associated with it. The last I checked, I think it was $15. It might have gone up to $20, but I still think it's $15 to park there, which you, there's no getting out of. And then you, but it's $15 per car, so you could come with four or five people and you know, it's still gonna be $15. $15. You hop on there, monorail, and it takes you up there. But admission is completely free. You'll be able to see those breathtaking, beautiful views and artwork and, and wander the grounds uh, completely for free. In the summer, they have these concerts called Off the 405, where you can um, watch a live concert up there as well. So it's, it's pretty amazing. So let's stick to museums. Another one I would recommend if you want to, you know, have a nice day or date without breaking the bank, but still feel a little classy or non-corny, is the LACMA. The LACMA is Los Angeles County Museum of Art, <coughs> and it's located in Mid-City. And it's a really, really cool place to um, hang out. I mean, there's Hancock Park right there. There's the... Um, the page, uh, the La Brea Tar Museum and the La Brea Tar Pits right there. I think it's actually called the Page Museum. The La Brea Tar Pits is right there. The Grove is a few minutes down the street. I mean, it's a really, really cool location. If you are going on a date or if you want to class it up a little bit without spending a lot of money, I would recommend you go during their Friday night jazz concerts. So pretty much through the whole summer, they have, um, it's June as of this recording, so it's going on right now. On their big lawn out there, by uh, right behind the Urban Lights, that famous installation they have, there's this huge lawn, and the jazz musicians uh, do a live uh, performance there on Friday nights. I think it starts at between 5 or 6 or something like that. But it's really cool because you can bring your own wine, and that's what most people do. They'll bring a wine, they'll bring a picnic, they'll bring a blanket, they'll just sit on it. And, uh, you know, it feels kind of classy because you're like in this cool, cool museum grounds and beautiful artwork around you. And as an extra little hack, <clears throat> the um, museum, the LACMA does have a cost, but after 3 p.m. on weekdays, I believe, it's free to enter. So if you wanted to actually take a walk around the LACMA for free before that Friday night jazz concert, you could, um, you know, park nearby, leave your stuff in the car, go after three. I think it might be only for LA resident, but you know, either way, you get in for you get in for uh, free after 3 p.m. Walk around for two hours and then go back out to your car, grab your wine and your picnic stuff, and 
head out to check out the live jazz concert right on the lawn. So that's that's a really cool choice. And then thirdly, with the museums, another cool one to check out, totally free. This is one of the newer museums in LA. It's only been around a few years. And that's the Broad in downtown Los Angeles. And again, it's, you know, I don't, really, I don't know if I know the right word to uh, explain it, but it's kind of like, kind of like a high class type of way to spend a day. I mean, you're, 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 you're surrounded by fine art. Most of the people that go to see that are a little more upscale. So, but again, you're not spending a lot of money because admission's free. And just like the LACMA, the Broad is in a really uh, cool area. It's right, it's downtown Los Angeles, right next to the Walt Disney Concert Hall and Grand Park is within walking distance, Grand Central Market. So you can make a day or a date of it, again, without spending a ton of money. Um, you know, probably the most expensive thing about that would be just the parking and there's public transportation or whatever, depending on what your budget is. But highly recommend the Broad, um, you know, a day of just walking around and checking out their free exhibits is definitely a day worth spending. Okay, so we went over three museums that I recommend if you want to live a day of luxury in Los Angeles without spending a lot of money. Uh, again, the Segetti Center, the LACMA, and the Broad. And next, I want to move on to a little hack that I have which is hotels and I don't think many people I, I don't know so I, I work remote a lot right so I go to coffee shops and stuff and one of the things I found is one of the most comfortable places to work from for free is hotel lobbies so there's all these nice hotels around Los Angeles you just walk in you know they don't know if you're a guest or not as long as you're dressed decent I just sit down there and I'll, I'll work but it just got me, re once I realized that, that it's a good place to work, I realized it's a good place to um, just go and, and hang out and have a drink, you know, like the hotel bar. I mean, of course, you're going to be paying um, a lot of money for the drink. I mean, uh, there's no getting around that. But another cool thing is luxury pools. So a lot of these hotels, you can go there and use their pool, maybe have lunch by it, or have a drink by the pool and you know not all of them a few that you can swim in but uh, I think for the most part if they do allow you to swim in your non guest you're gonna have to pay for it but there's definitely a lot out there in these really nice areas you know downtown Los Angeles Beverly Hills uh, Century City what have you where you can just go to the pool and have a drink and it feels like you're on vacation I mean you have to think about the people who are staying at that hotel flew from wherever they flew from they're paying hundreds of dollars a night to stay at that hotel and have a drink at the pool. And all you have to do is pay the cost of the drink itself, which is probably going to be 15 or $20, but, you know, it's worth it. So um, a couple recommendations I have on that are, um, you know, of course, if you're going to do this, you, you want to head to Beverly Hills because that's where a lot of the nice pools are. And then you get in that whole vibe of living living that life of luxury at least for an afternoon if you go to Beverly Hills. Um, one hotel that you can go to is, is Viviane. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Viviane. It's part of the Avalon Hotel. And they allow you to eat and have a drink um, and lounge by the pool. And so, like I said, it feels like you're having a luxury vacation there and you're not paying those high prices that the uh, tourists and the visitors are. 
um, sticking with Beverly Hills, <coughs> one of the most famous hotels in Beverly Hills and in the world is the Beverly Hills Hotel. I'm sure you've seen that sign, the Beverly Hills Hotel, famous sign. It's all over Instagram. But they have a Cabana Cafe, and it's the same thing. Uh, you get all this luxury of having lunch or even just having a drink. Um, and the Cabana, Cabana Cafe at the famous Beverly Hills Hotel that other people, tourists and what have you, are paying hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars to stay at. And you can go and experience it for the afternoon just for the cost of having a couple drinks, you know. So Beverly Hills Hotel. I think um, the Polo Lounge, I mean, you'd have to look into it, but I think the Polo Lounge is um, a place you can go and pretty sure you can have breakfast there. And Polo Lounge is, um, you know, you're almost guaranteed to see a celebrity if you go to the Polo Lounge at the right time, mostly on the weekends. A lot of celebrities will just stay at the hotel and some just come for that breakfast or to have drinks. So they have the same idea as we do. But I've been there a few times. It's been a while and pretty much every time I've gone, I've seen a celebrity. Uh, so that's a little another little hack for you. Um, thirdly, another hotel I can recommend that you can sort of feel like you're on vacation and feel like you're living the good life and really classy place is the Figueroa Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Now, the Figueroa Hotel is right by LA Live. So um, you're going on a different track here. We're going downtown instead of Beverly Hills. And they have a really nice outdoor pool connected to an amazing bar and just the hotel itself is so beautiful so if you haven't had a chance to go to the Figaro Hotel I highly recommend you do it um, that's another hotel that I used to work I would work from and another thing about the Figaro Hotel I hope they don't mind me sharing this because um, uh, this is a nice little hack too is I would go to the Figaro Hotel to work and then I noticed they're just handing out like free breakfast and free coffee. So I'd go there and have free coffee and free breakfast during the week while I worked. I only did it a few times. So anyway, that's beside the point. Um, Figaro Hotel is a nice, another nice spot where you can just go and have a drink. And again, the tourists there are paying hundreds of dollars to stay in the hotel and have access to this pool. But you, as an LA hacker, you're just going in there, having a drink, and you're enjoying the same luxuries as they are as far as the pool's concerned. <clears throat> Another thing about the Figaro Hotel, um, God, I love this hotel. It's one of my favorite hotels in all of LA. And I'm a big hotel guy, like, as, like I mentioned. Um, I had a birthday party there years ago, like maybe five, six years ago. I think it was six years ago. And it used to be like this uh, Moroccan-themed hotel. And it was so beautiful. But, you know, I got to admit, it was a little outdated, you know. And it was kind of odd because it was a nice place, but it just seemed a little out of place because, like I said, it's a little outdated. But, you know, it had, a, it had a really cool vibe. And, you know, it was unique, which I love. Only one of those only in L.A. type of places. But I had this amazing party there, uh, birthday party. And, um, you know, I rented out a, a special room downstairs, and it, it was just such a great time. So a couple years after that, um, actually... Yeah, it's 2019 right now. I think they renovated in 2018. They did this total renovation, and I was mad. I was like, oh, man, they're never going to be able to capture the magic of that old Moroccan hotel uh, vibe they had. And, you know, it had a lot of history, too, as well. And, you know, normally when people come in there and try to change something, the history and stuff, a lot of times they ruin the magic behind it. But 
I am so happy to admit that I was completely wrong because that hotel is so beautiful. It's it's very different than it was before, but it kept a lot of the same magic. And they've modernized it, so it's like a you feel like it's a really you're in a really luxurious hotel lobby when you're there, and you know you can just go down the hall and go outside, and there's this beautiful bar and beautiful pool. It's kind of small, but you know, hey, it's downtown. But anyway, it I'm just so happy that that it's still an awesome spot. I was really worried when they when they redid it. I think it was in 2018. But um happy to say it's still amazing and you should go check it out. All right. So, my third tip on how you can um hang out in LA without breaking the bank and still have that luxury vibe to it is my third tip is to go to Malibu. All right. Now, I know Malibu is far, but hear me out. First of all, Malibu is breathtakingly beautiful. Even if you live in Los Angeles, and I live in the South Bay, so I'm used to seeing the water. I see it every day. I see the views. But Malibu really does, if you don't live in Malibu, that is, if you live in Los Angeles and you go out to Malibu, it really feels like you're on vacation. I mean, just that drive down PCH, and, you know, I think it's like 27 miles down PCH to get deep into Malibu or something, but... Um, you're going to be spending a lot of money on gas most likely, but that's, I mean, you can make a trip to Malibu, feel like you're on vacation and the most money you'll spend is on the gas if you play your cards right. And that's what I'm going to go over next. So, um, again, if you go out to dinner in Malibu, I mean, you could go to Nobu or one of these luxury places and, um, you're going to have a good time, but you're going to spend a lot of money, but there are some bars on the way um, that you can uh, grab it, you know, just for the cost of a drink, you're out there on a pool, you're out, you're out there on a deck, steps from the beach. One I can think of off the top of my head is um, is is Duke's Barefoot Bar. So Duke's is a really Duke's is a really nice spot. In fact, I've, every time I've gone to Duke's that I can remember, I think I've been there three times. I've seen dolphins. So I don't know if it's just great timing or what, but. <laughs> It's really crazy. Every time I've been to Dukes in Malibu, I've literally seen dolphins um, out the window while I've been there eating. But anyway, that's besides the point. If you go to Dukes, I mean, it's not super, super expensive, but if you go have a meal at Dukes, it's going to cost you it's gonna um, cost you a little bit of money. But they have a bar that you can go. There's steps from the beach. And again, you are just paying for your drinks, which like everywhere in LA, they're going to be overpriced. But um you know, you feel like you're on vacation and um, you're on an outdoor patio right next to the ocean surf and you're just doing it for the price of, of drinks. And I recall that Duke's has a pretty good happy hour. At least their barefoot bar does. They have $5 draft beers and um, they also have a Taco Tuesday. But, you know, this stuff changes so often, so don't don't take my word on that. Just, but just know that they always have some type of happy hour. So if you're really looking to uh, feel like you're on a luxurious vacation in Malibu, <coughs> excuse me, without paying all the money, um, go there during happy hour. And um, that brings me to my next place in Malibu. And if you want to see a spectacular spot, make you feel like you're on a luxurious vacation without spending a lot of money. You're going to want to go to El Matador Beach. Now, there are lots of beautiful beaches in Malibu, so you can really say this about any of any of them. But 
El Matador is something special. Just go on Instagram and type in El Matador Beach and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's kind of funny because when I moved to Los Angeles, I've been here 10 years now. Um, when I moved here, uh, like I told you in my first episode, I, I was constantly figuring out these amazing places to go and adding them to my list. And so I would ask people, I would say, oh, what's, a, what's an awesome place that most people don't know about that I should know about to go check out? And I shit you not, at least three or four people said Matador State Beach and most of them would say well don't tell anyone it's our little secret beach so it was the worst kept secret and by now 10 years later it's really the worst kept secret it's it's not a secret at all I mean everyone knows about that beach but you know like even me I haven't been there in a couple of years just because Malibu's so far it's not the first thing that I think of but it's one of those places I got to get out to at least once a year just because it's so breathtakingly beautiful and once again, that's Matador Beach. Um, the parking there is not great. They have a small lot on top. And then you walk down these steep stairs and it feels like you're in a movie. I mean, I, as many spectacular, beautiful beach views as we have in Los Angeles, that will be one of the best you've ever seen, guaranteed. And that's why it's so popular and no longer a secret. But anyway, um, so like most tips of doing something in Los Angeles you want to go early I mean, if you go early on a weekday even in the summer you should have no problem but you know you'll go there and you'll see like um, photo shoots and all these Instagram models and all this kind of kind of stuff you go there late in the afternoon so if you want to avoid all that go in the morning you're going to see breathtakingly beautiful views you're going to see these um, rocky uh, caves into the ocean it's just incredible it's an amazing place to bring someone that you that you like and have a picnic and maybe even a glass of wine though that's probably not legal but um, just clean up after yourself and no one will know but uh, yeah so that's Matador Beach thirdly in Malibu like I said if you go to Malibu you're probably gonna spend a lot of money on gas regardless gas prices are insane and Malibu is so far but you can go to Malibu the land of multimillionaires and not have to spend a lot of money and still have a good time so third on our Malibu list is the Malibu Pier now you know there's plenty of beaches that are closer that have their own pier Redondo Hermosa Manhattan etc but the Malibu Pier is very special uh, like like uh, El Matador Beach I mean those the views are just spectacular and it just has that Malibu feel to it it just looks a little different than the beaches that are closer in Los Angeles and so you can walk plus you, you know you gotta walk on that pier um, it's been a long time for me I gotta go back but um, on that pier you'll find Malibu farms you know it's not the cheapest place to eat but for Malibu it's not bad and uh, you can again grab a drink at a bar any bar near Malibu and just feel like you're on vacation feel like you're living that luxurious Los Angeles life without spending hundreds of dollars like it feels like you have to whenever you go out to dinner nowadays but anyway that's that's all I got for you those are my hacks um, if you want to you know feel like you're living the high life on a budget in Los Angeles uh, my first suggestion is to go to some of the local museums and enjoy some of the stuff that are that are um, that they have to offer and what what's nearby what's nearby those museums Number two is to take advantage of the hotels and the luxury pools. A lot of pools, a lot of hotels in Los Angeles um, will allow you to eat or drink at their pool. So it feels like you're on vacation. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention something. With the pools, 
I met this really cool company. I, I connected with this really cool company last year, <clears throat> and their name is Dayax, D-A-Y-A-X-E. And they've taken this to another level because I would go out and I would find hotels that would have pools that allow public access, um, you know, to have a drink or whatever. But these guys did something amazing. They made all these deals with all these hotels. For example, the Intercontinental, downtown Los Angeles, all these uh, hotels in West Hollywood and Beverly Hills, where you can pay for a day pass and you can use their pool um, all day long. You can even get a cabana. So that is amazing because you really feel like you're on vacation and it's like, you know, it varies by place, but I think it's like 15 bucks or 20 bucks or something like that for an all day pass. And like I said, these tourists and guests at the hotel are paying hundreds of dollars to spend the night and have access to that pool. You're paying like 15, 20 bucks and you have it. So um, if you want to check that out, um, go to lifehacksla.com forward slash dayax, D-A-Y-A-X-E got a special link on there where I think you get even a bigger discount than what it already is. Like I said, it's not expensive anyway. And summer season's coming up. Definitely a cool hack is to go out there and take advantage of some of these amazing pools that are at hotels in Los Angeles. Some of them are rooftop pools, you know, it's pretty amazing. So once again, lifehacksla.com forward slash dayax, D-A-Y-A-X-E. All right. Glad I remembered that. Uh, almost forgot. Anyway, my third one was to go to Malibu. The most money you're going to spend is probably the drive over there. There are a lot of expenses places in Malibu, but you don't have to go to one of them to enjoy what enjoy the best of what Malibu has to offer, which is spectacular, amazing views and beaches. So check out one of the um, happy hour bars down there with a view or go picnic at El Matador Beach, one of the most spectacular beaches in all of Southern California, or go take a walk on the Malibu Pier. All right, so um, that's it. That's our episode two for Life Hacks LA, um, Hacking Los Angeles. And this episode, again, was about um, living that LA luxury life um, on a budget. So we'll be back next week, and we're going to go back and do some more hacks. And if you have any comments or questions, you can send me a little voicemail. I have this... Uh, link you can click on you can send me something if you have any hacks that i haven't gone over that you think are um, worthy of being on the podcast or sharing with other life hacker la hackers then go ahead and send that over to me and i'll see you guys next time have a good week bye hey la hacker i hope you enjoyed this episode of life hacks la if you want to find more hacks to this amazing city we call los angeles please go to lifehacksla.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps us out a lot. All right, this is Stefan signing out. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.